We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Okay, guys. Hello. Welcome back to the second episode of Red Hot the Pod. Um, today we have the most special guest, oh, Miss Natalie Brown Stop. in the building. Stop. Keep going. <laughs> um, love it. <laughs> so I put out on my – so for you guys who don't know, this is my mum. She is – my world. She's my best friend. Well, don't state so. I'm gonna Are you going to start crying? I might if you say. Oh, please don't. Like We're like thirty seconds in. Okay. okay. <laughs> Keep it for the end, please. Oh, Dramatic oh, finish okay. or something. Okay. Um. So I wanted to get mum on today because I went on my Instagram and actually asked, "Who do you guys want to see? Who do you want? To, who do you want me to speak to? Who do you want me to interview?" I feel like I've got a lot of friends in the social media field. Um that I would well that I, I hope to get on at some point on the podcast so I put it out to you guys and then majority of the people wanted to speak to none other than Natalie well I'm flattered I don't know you should why, be really, but I'm flattered I think because there's just there's a bit of mystery about you is there yeah well that's because I'm a massive introvert so <laughs> this is making me very uncomfortable yeah mum's a little bit nervous to be on the pod today guys but we're going to make her feel nice and comfortable by asking her some really super invasive questions okay great cool <laughs> let's go all right fab so um I guess we should start off with maybe like a little bit about yourself tell us a bit about you tell us about Maybe, like, give us your story oh. in maybe two sentences. Two sentences? Just like my story? Quick, just a quick story. Just like how you got to where you are today. Oh, Lil, um, well, basically I've been with your dad since I was 19. So Go off, know, Brett. Yeah, go off, Brett. Like, literally we've just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. Yes, snaps. This week, come on, that is so admirable and so rare. Yeah, I feel in this day and age, it is a pretty big milestone. I think these days, like Mm -hmm. everyone is very quick to congratulate people who get engaged, and you know, this this wonderful thing is about to happen. But it's being able to stand the test of time, sustain it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's really it. And you know, we were together for four or five years before we got married, so Mm. it's you know, more than half of my life. It's a lot of my life. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I feel like too, before you had kids, which for me, this is super important. And I think I've gotten that from you. What I want to do with my now partner, which you did, was travel. Like you guys traveled so much before you had kids. And I feel like obviously having kids doesn't stop you from being able to travel, but traveling with someone is when I feel like you get to know them the best, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We were really lucky that you know we were both working in the airline industry because I was a flight yes. attendant for yes, tell ten the people. years. Yes, yeah, ten years. That's where I met Dad in um, GA, so General Aviation for Hazelton Airlines, and then I got into ANSET and moved to Sydney. So the dream, the dream. Hope you're listening. Yeah, it was Jet. actually my dream job. Like I actually wanted to be a flight attendant before I'd even been on an aeroplane. Wow. So I just knew that that was what I wanted to do. Isn't that so weird? Like neither Cooper nor myself 
have never no. fancied, like had the urge to learn to fly. If anything, both of us were actually really scared. Had of a fear of flying. Flying yeah, for a long time. So. I feel like I'm over that now, but I think Cooper still is a little bit. Yeah, there was a very dark place there for a while, especially <laughs> when we went to Vietnam. Oh, my God. And Should we plane. tell that story quickly? Oh we'll just God. tell a quick story. Um do you want to you, you tell it quickly because you're you're funnier when you tell it. I'm not really. Well, it what we were on the last sector actually flying into Da Nang in Vietnam, and we had it was us and Grandma, so my dad's mum yeah. as well, because yeah. she'd never she'd always wanted to go to Vietnam and couldn't because when my dad my m- pop pop was alive he flew in the war and he would never go back there. Mm-hmm. So when we decided to go, she came along with us, which was great. And just that last sector flying into Da Nang, we hit an air pocket. And when I tell you this fucking plane, (laughs) it was pretty intense. Quite literally felt like it dropped like at least 200 metres in the air. Yeah, it it was pretty big. And like everything was sort of floating for a second and then it sort of hit the bottom of the pocket. And you've got grandma and dad sitting probably three rows ahead, laughing themselves, laughing, laughing. And me and Cooper are like young as yeah, pretty young. Like I may have soiled my yeah, and I was left to deal with the fallout of Mm. you two because after that moment, it it, was you. You weren't going home. You weren't getting on a plane to go home. Yeah, yeah. So then it was up to me how to deal with this. And honestly, I look. I hate to say it, but it was either drug you or put alcohol in I had to do something like I was desperate because the hysteria it was really bad we were terrified it was bad yeah it was bad yeah full on okay so that takes us up to so you met dad you were a flight attendant you met dad um were together for five years well we got got married we got married well yeah then we got married when I was 23 wow and um and then we just made a decision like because obviously we were both in the airline industry so we had access to cheap travel so Mm. make the most of it so being married so young we had plenty of time obviously dad's older than me dad was 30 when Mm -hmm. we got married so we just kind of decided that we would invest the next five years into travel so before we thought about kind of having kids and Mm. it worked out perfectly like we we saw so much of the world Mm. and fortunately for us after having you guys we could still do that so you were lucky enough to so lucky. see a lot of the world as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's such a – And it's great for, for us as a family. Like mm. we travel – Making memories and stuff. Yeah. We mm. travel really well together. I mean I travel really well with dad. Yeah, you do. That is one thing that we have in common. Like mm. it doesn't matter where we go in the world. We travel well together. That's so important. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's that's been a godsend really. Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't have that much else in common, common. anymore. <laughs> That's true. It's true. So lots of travel. Then you obviously had. Well, then, yeah, like we moved to Cairns. The golden child. Well, we moved to Cairns when I was, I think, 25. So. That is wild. I'm 25. Yeah. You were, like, you were married and had, that is nuts. Yeah. So, you know, dad got into ANSET. So his his position was based in Cairns. So Mm -hmm. it was like, you either take it or you don't. And Mm -hmm. of course you're going to take it because ANSET back then was Was like the golden job. This is it. You know, I've done it. Mm. So off we went. And um, obviously I was still working for ANSET as well up there. And it ended up being the time of our lives. Like we had two and a half years up there and it was just fantastic. Mm. And obviously had 
Conceived you, had you up there. Whoa, ho, ho. Oh, you're not allowed to say the Don't word conceived. Don't, not interested in any conceiving knowledge. No conceiving, okay. Let's well, leave that you out. We're at immaculate conception then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Somehow, somehow yes. it happened. Yes, actually, yes. Okay. Yeah, and we had you up there and, yeah, I guess it was a little bit difficult because when it was time for me to go back to work after maternity leave, I quite literally could not leave you. Hmm. Like that separate that the separation. Issues. I'm sure a lot of other like mums who are listening can totally relate. relate oh, to I that just too. couldn't. Like I I went around and I had a look at some of the childcare centres and whatever, and I just thought I can't do this. I actually cannot do this. Mm. So what made you like not feel like you could leave me with someone else? Like just it was just like the separation yeah, thing. Yeah, just that matern. Like I don't know. I I honestly I can't even answer that because. Mm. The thought of handing you over to anybody else other than it being me, I couldn't do it. Mm. So <laughs> why does that make me like want to cry? I don't know. I, I, I just <laughs> that's weird. I feel like that's and me the, I guess maybe throat. that that was a lot of the reason why I ended up just being a stay-at-home mum because, mm-hmm. you know, I just w- we never had family near us, so I could never rely on anybody in my family or mm. our families. To, to take care of us. To, to help out. Yeah. It was just us. Yeah. So, yeah, I just couldn't I just couldn't do it. So my only option was to uh, get pregnant again and roll my maternity <laughs> leave. <laughs> Let's go. Conceive. So that was it. That was it. I said, well, I'm just going to have to have another baby because I can't leave her and I'm not ready to give up work yet yeah so maybe let's talk obviously that was a conversation that you and dad had how did that like go down that conversation dad was great with that like he never really wanted me to go back anyway Mm -hmm. so he would have been happy no matter what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. yeah he's very supportive he is always so whatever I wanted he would have been happy with but I think he was just as relieved as me mm-hmm. when I said, I, I can't leave this girl. Yeah. I can't leave her ever. Still can't with leave anyone. Me. Still can't leave me. <laughs> Literally. And now not. it's like, I feel like I rely way more on you now. It's like the roles are reversed. No, no you don't. You're very independent, actually. I very like, independent. Well, yeah, in some ways, but in a lot of ways, I'm not. Like, I still, I call you 10 times a day and we live around the corner from one another. Yeah, but, you, but that's not being dependent. Like, I think that's just being a, a daughter (laughs) maybe because I don't get it from Cooper yeah true yeah him and I are are very different yeah it's like pulling teeth trying to even if I call him the conversation lasts for about tops 10 seconds Mm. yeah it's a couple words and then it's with you you FaceTime me put the phone down and walk away and I'm like are we still talking is it (laughs) hello yeah I am sure there's people out there that do that with their mums as well that's not like a well not normal thing it's just also, like the, I think it's a comforting the, thing too. There's all there's something about a mother daughter relationship that mm. you can't really describe. Sure, it's a special relationship. Yeah, don't. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> I think, although we have an amazing relationship now, thank God, there was definitely, uh, what don't you? Wouldn't you say like there was a portion of my adolescence where it was rough. I just remember being, I remember bickering so much. I would have, I was a shit. Like I know I was, there was times where you I was. You were an asshole at school. Yeah. You I hated bad. it. You were bad at school. Yeah. You just didn't want to be there. Mm. So, so I guess that side of it was a little bit of a frustration. But you never, yeah, I was a, I was an ass, but I never felt like 
pressured by either you or dad, thank God, to perform a certain way academically. Like I feel like you you both sort of maybe recognised pretty early on, although like dad will probably say something different because obviously he had the private – Can you imagine? I know. He paid the private school fees and he'll probably kill me for saying this. But I really like it was just so – I feel like – I feel like – I like to learn things that I'm interested in. I'm not interested in learning about things that don't interest me. I feel like a lot of people will be able to relate to that. Yeah, you felt it was a waste of time. A hundred percent. But that's also why I, when I recognised that that being at school was, I obviously had to do it, but when I decided to go to TAFE one day Mm -hmm. a week, when Mm -hmm. that was an option. So I started, I think that was in like grade, nine end of nine started 10 I was going to fashion school uh-huh. for one day a week um and then I got a certificate in fashion design I don't know if anyone actually knows that about me I'm not sure if I've ever said that but yeah, and you really enjoyed that loved it yeah that and I good. always knew that I wanted to do something in the fashion world so like obviously it's amazing now that I have my own brand which which is like the best thing ever but well yeah. you have a more creative brain oh for sure but there's Yes and no. Like I feel like sometimes I'm like, fuck, I'm so creatively blocked. But that also could be to do with like your surroundings, right? Like if you're just not in the right place, right frame of mind, right, anything that could have to do with that as well, Mm. I I feel. Anyway, yeah, well, I mean, I was honestly – school for me was just more of a social thing. School for you was an inconvenience. Fucking oath. It was yeah. a massive My God, the, the alarm going off, mm-hmm. me trying to persuade you to not let me go, mm. leaving it to the last like five minutes to get up and go and brush mm. my teeth. And I'm just like looking at myself in the mirror in this school uniform that's too tight because I wanted it too tight because it's like that's what you did, right? Like mm. you just wear sh- fucking your skirt too low or you dress yep. too tight. And I'm just looking at myself like with my – like I dyed my hair black because I used to get fucking bullied for having red hair. Ugh. And I just had this orange strip of regrowth in the mirror. I'm just looking at myself like, what are you? Yeah, what I are you doing? Hate I, hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I hate, hate mum for <laughs> making me go to school. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyways, back to back to that. Like I feel like I was never – I was never forced to like be super academic or anything – Like that, which I am obviously really grateful for. And I feel like although I couldn't, like I never went to university, which now I'm sort of like, I don't know. I wish wish that my brain was different (laughs) in the way that it could like, um, what's the word, like absorb information because I feel like sometimes – I just wish I could do like I could learn things or I could talk about things or, or know things that I'm maybe not as interested in but still retain the information because I feel like now later later in life like I'm not 17 years old anymore I'm at a point in my life where I'm like oh fuck like I kind of I kind of wish that I I knew although I don't apply any of the shit that I learned in school which wasn't much anyway I just kind of wish that I was a little bit more intelligent I feel like that but it's all relevant, I guess. Like well, with all, depending on what you what you do with your career. Exactly. It's all relative. Yeah, sorry, relative, that's the word. Like look at you now. You're 25 years old. You've got your own business mm. that you've had for yeah. two years. Like you've really hung it out there. Like you've actually I know for someone who almost didn't taken a seat at the table. Like you really have. Yeah. 
Well, thanks, Mum. You've got to give yourself some credit for that, like truly. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I don't. <laughs> no, but you should because it really is a big deal. Yeah. You're you're just prepared to to put it all on the line. Mm. And well, I don't have another option. Like this is where I'm at in my head. I'm like, okay, you've got nothing to fall back on. If this fails, you're going back to retail, girl. Mm. Nothing wrong with retail, mm. but I'm just saying to go from being self-employed for a really long time. Yeah. It's it and I've I've worked like I That would be an adjustment. It would be an adjustment for sure. One that I would like adjust to, obviously, if it came to that. But I'm I'm just, yeah, in the mindset of I am fucking hustling to get this business to where I know it can be and I will do anything that it takes to make that happen. So mm. good for you. Let that be known. Very proud of you. Oh my God. Love you so much. More than anything. Post school. Uh, obviously didn't go to university. I was working in, where was I working? I was working at Priceline Yep, for a few years and I worked at La Vissa, the costume jewellery store. I was the 2IC there yep. for a year or so. And then I worked at, I think it was during working at La Vissa or it was in between La Vissa and Chic because I worked at Chic. Mm-hmm. It was in between La Vissa and Chic. I had to quit La Vissa because we went on a family holiday to Canada for five weeks and mm-hmm. they didn't give me the time off. So I had to quit there and then got a job at Chic, the clothing women's clothing store. You guys are probably familiar with it. I was the 2IC there at actually the Chermside store, which I actually helped build with my own two hands. If you go there, mm-hmm. I even know which one of the little hangers is a bit wobbly unless they've fixed it. Hopefully Surely. they have. Surely. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they have. It's a hazard. Um, so <laughs> so from there, that was sort of when I started like posting videos on YouTube was when I was working at Chic. And I remember the day that someone came into the store and recognised me when I was working in the store and asked to take a photo. And I was like, obviously, this is like so new to me. I thought, what the hell is happening right now? Is this like, could this potentially be something that I turn into like a full-time job. So naturally, like, yeah, that's exactly what sort of happened. Um, And I kind of want to know, like, from your point of view, how do you feel or do you feel that me being on social media, like, affected, how did it affect, did it affect our family, like, dynamic, our family in general? Um, I actually don't think that it did, to be honest with you. I, agree I think with that. it coincided with the fact that you you were also accepted into a job with Virgin on the ground. Oh my god, I forgot about you actually that. Forgot about I that, blocked didn't it you? out. And you yes. had to make that decision of whether you take the job. I'm like terrified of flying at this point. Dad's like, go on, be no, a flight it, attendant. No, no, girl, no, you no, can no, do it. no. It wasn't flight like, attendant. Okay. It was it was on the ground. It was a ground service. Are you job. sure? Yep. Yep, 100%. Okay. So, yeah, you had to make that decision and I remember you saying, I don't want to take the job. I don't, I'm not doing it. I have completely I'm, blocked this out of my I'm brain, I'm going by the way. to, I'm going to try this social media thing. Turn up. And I thought, whoa, that's <laughs> a big deal. And probably because Dad and I had been, you know, aviation had just been our lives Everything. for so long and yeah. then you were going to be a part of that and it was going to be great and whatever. Thank God in hindsight now, thank God you didn't because you would have lost your fucking job, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Jesus. Definitely, yeah. But when that day that you called it and you said I'm not going to do it, we walked the dogs and I just remember thinking, God, that girl, like she, she's just, she's always going to do things her way. Like she really is 
Poor and Jet. I just need to accept that. Yeah, poor, poor Jet. Poor Jet. Oh, the poor bastard. <laughs> we love him. He doesn't know what he's in for. But then when you started to do it and, you know, you got traction really quickly. Yeah, it was like I think I had 100,000 subscribers on YouTube in like three months. Yeah, it was just ticking it was over. Gnarly. It was amazing. It was awesome. But it, it never really affected us as a family negatively, I don't think. I think we all sort of helped you. Definitely. Yeah, you did for sure. You know, trying to set, set up little places in the house for you to film oh and my whatever. Gosh. Oh, my God. It was, there was a lot. Yeah, you were ve- all of you were very supportive. And, like, you know, it's not the most natural thing to have a camera shoved in your face as a normal person, which is what I was doing to you guys. Obviously, like, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't not consented, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously vlogging every day, which is what I was doing for a good while there, um, yeah, mum would, you know, wake up, no makeup, whatever, yeah. and, like, n- neither did Cooper, not that he wears makeup, and not that there would be anything wrong with that, but he he was, like, fine with being, on, you know, on the camera and yeah. behind the camera and same with dad. Like, there was never any issues with no. with any of that, which I am really grateful for too. I think dad actually got a real kick out of it. Like, he would go to work and suddenly the fl- flight, flight attendants, attendants were going, oh. Are you Lily Brown's you like proud <laughs> he yes, actually, I, am. I think he actually still gets that now. Which he does. Is so He's proud. It's proud so of awesome. Yeah. It's the best feeling ever. And he like, yeah, he used to say that he would like show show flight attendants my YouTube. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> what a legend. I guess moving on from that, obviously being online on social media exposes you to not all good stuff. <laughs> uh, there is a bit of bad but mostly good but there is also like obviously a little bit of um ugliness on the internet we'll call it Mm. so how you have experienced that a little bit Mm. yourself Mm. obviously I experienced way more of it than you do Mm -hmm. how has that affected you as being Um, you know not not a middle-aged woman obviously like how has that affected well it it affects me more if it's about you like if it's directed at you obviously I'm going to be a protective mum yeah but at the same time it speaks far more about the person that's saying something sure than about you right yeah like that's the sad thing I think it would be different if like if like if I was a bad person Mm. And if I fully gave someone a reason to say something nasty to me, st- like even then, I'm like just <laughs> because I, most of the time the hate was literally about your appearance, yeah, your actual physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Like this was before is that like the best you've got before, during, and no, before and after I had filler. I f- I feel mm. um, I think it was after I started getting filler that people started to be like really nasty but also just like not wearing makeup like that like I'm fully fucking aware that I don't look the same mm. with makeup on as I do without it on but nobody does. I know that and I'm I'm not prepared to stop living my life and posting about my life because I look different like if you don't like how I look without it on no one's fucking asking you or forcing you to be here. Yeah. You don't have to look. I'm not forcing you to watch me. And But you've evolved so much, like, since the start of that. Like, I sort of feel like you felt like you had to do those things mm. to your own face. Oh, 100%. But, but fast forward to now, like, yeah. you haven't done anything for years. Well, actually, that's not true. Well, other than the lip lip filler. Yeah, that's, that's what that's I, it, I continue to get that. I've had... 
I had my cheeks done, my cheek, cheeks done, I had cheek filler a couple of years ago. I've had filler in the bridge of my nose. I've had Botox in my jaw because I was grinding my teeth. Um, I have so much movement in my face. I don't get any Botox in like my actual face. Um, and by the way, even if I did, what is it to anyone? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not lying. I've, I've not lied about it. If you ask me, I'll tell you what I had done. But I don't, I don't understand how it's anybody else's business what anyone does to their face. It's fine. Like you can do. Everyone everyone has an opinion, you know. For sure, everyone has an opinion. For sure, and that's cool. Like it's, it's. I'm sweet with everyone having an opinion. That's no stress. My issue is when it's groups of people that form like it's the gang mentality like pages yeah. like yeah. fucking pages literally dedicated to just shitting on people mm. what on earth is like you're you are so sad yeah, you must be so sad in your own you life mm. because you're damaging like we're we're humans like we have feelings yeah you can't like it's so damaging. It is. And it's honestly like I guess we're we're still yet to to work out the long-term effects of it. But even as like a young adult growing up on social media, like I've had my social media like sort of kicked off when I was like 18. So for that period of my life, fuck, it feels like I've been doing it for way longer than that. Mm. That's so weird. Um, that's like a pretty crucial time in a young woman's life to then have people – you know, hurling not only online but even in real life. Yeah. Like I've had instances where, and I even said this to like when Em and I did the episode, people would literally like throw glass at me. That's why I don't go out. Mm. I don't go out because I've had so many bad experiences. I don't go to festivals anymore. Mm. I don't go clubbing. Like it's completely ruined but that idea said, for me. It's more of a reflection on them really. Yeah, but can you imagine leaving like – no, I, I could house. never imagine ever doing that for one second. But hurt people, hurt, hurt people. Hundred, they, they do. Yeah, and I mean, I've had myself. I've had handwritten letters. Oh, we should talk about that. We should talk about that. Let's let's rewind. Let's go. Press play. So Nat Brown, we've <laughs> she's got a stalker. She's got an actual legit. Yeah, like it's freak that- stalker. Bet you're listening. Bet you're fucking Bet you're listening. listening. This is about <laughs> fully was going to get like a fucking forensic and shit like to oh. to fingerprint the letters. They had handwritten letters sent to our house, literally mailed yep. to my house, like addressed, proper, stamped, addressed, yep. mailed. It yeah. was the most foul and completely de-identified. Yeah. So if you're going to throw shit, at least have put the guts name to put on your it. name to it. Oh come on! And this went on and on, like. I got four separate letters yeah. over the years and they were just so vile and, and you think, wow, and it was the same person. Mm. Just think, wow, like why do you invest so much energy in me? Like me. Because they're jealous. Look at you. Seriously, get another hobby. Imagine. Get another hobby. I just, jealousy. Yeah. It's just. Be gone. It must go. Mm-hmm. Can't blame my mum. Fuck you that hot. Come on. We're going to segue right now into um, how my mother is, we'll call her Benjamin Button for the for the sake of the episode today. She is quite literally aging backwards. Anyone who follows her on Instagram, anyone who's seen her fucking pictures, we know she is one of a kind. 
the woman's aging backwards. The people want to know. Mark. I don't feel like that when I wake up and I look in the mirror and I think oh, I've got to fill the holes. <laughs> going to fill, fill the holes shit up. <laughs> like concrete. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I kind of want to segue into let's talk about skincare. Let's talk about we've talked a little bit about um, dermal filler, Botox. We can get into that because I'm assuming the people also want to know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like your health, your lifestyle, like how often do you work out? What's like your, what does a week sort of look like? Like, what do you eat in a day? Let's maybe go a little bit into that. How, what do you do for exercise? Let's start with that. Well, now the last 12 months, I just do, I pretty much solely just do reformer Pilates and go walking. And prior to that, you were strictly training weights in the gym for like 20 years. Oh, longer. Like I started weight training when I was 14. Mm. and that was all I ever did. I never really did group fitness. It was not my jam at all. I feel that. I'm very self-motivated when it comes to the gym. So much so. I feel like I am getting more that way as I get older, but when I was younger I was not at all. Yeah, I know. I was really pushing hard for, mm. you, for someone in the family <laughs> to at least take a leaf out of my book. I think I I've taken it. I was bashing my head against a brick wall for a really long time. Yeah, I think I've taken it. Cooper is yet to take Cooper it. Cooper is yet to take it. Dad took it for a little while, but he's regressed. <laughs> but we'll get him back. We'll get him back on the train at some Dad point. Dad blames it on being too busy. And he, yeah. yeah, he is working. So, yeah, yeah, there is that. But, no, fortunately you have taking the baton which is great holding um, it strong yeah I'll hold it for the well, team well it just makes you feel so good like yeah. I can't imagine a day with doing nothing mm-hmm. you know when when we go on holidays I don't do anything really other yeah. than walk but yeah. when when I'm at home I have to I just have to for my mental health totally as well as my physical health and that's it it's not just about like looking a certain way no. physically and I think people who work out consistently recognize that yeah pretty quickly anyway the endorphins it's nothing the way like that you it. feel nothing yeah that's beats it. it that's it um yeah okay so reformer pilates you go six days a week yeah pretty much um if i can yep. which we love that for you and then what about like food is there anything that you like avoid you obviously drink alcohol which is yeah fine. oh god i have everything in moderation i don't really restrict myself yeah at all you yeah. know i love lollies unfortunately <laughs> mood have too many of them yeah she's an enabler she fucking bought a bag of lollies in the car on the way here that that is my weakness i'm like you're just as bad as jet it really is but you know i don't i don't um i don't really have well i have breakfast but my breakfast is usually at about 11 o'clock yeah so i've kind of had that time um yeah that intermittent fasting but you work out in that time yeah i I work out before i eat Mm. and i don't really have dairy to be honest Neither. i don't have a lot of dairy at all it's because it's foul shouldn't 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 be consumed <laughs> by humans in my opinion um but i just eat i eat what i want you know like Go if off. i feel like something i'm just gonna have it but yeah, life's too short mum yeah it is but you also recognize if you recognize if something's make you feel going shit. to make you feel shit yes that's how, that's why I'd, i mean i obviously don't eat i don't eat gluten or dairy but i don't eat them because of one, my skin, like mm. I would flare up in an eczema rash on my face if I was to eat too much of either of those things. But also because like my gut, like I just, yeah. you just feel heavy and shit and like sleeping's uncomfortable and then going to the toilet. It's like a whole thing yeah. that you just have to, if you're going to eat it, it's like, all right, you can eat it, but just 
you, really you know what's have about to, to go listen. down in that toilet, man. Exactly. Seriously. And you really have to listen to your body because it's like it's talking all the time. Yeah, for sure. Your body's a temple. Well, it is. It is. And it's an amazing machine. Like Facts. truly. It's, it's the best thing. You got to respect it. I love that. Mic drop. Yeah, it says me. Like I don't mind a wine or ten. That's okay though. Yeah, or that's fine. Mum, you're allowed. You're allowed to. Yeah, enjoy absolutely. your life. Live your life. Life's absolutely. too short. But I can't recommend enough. Like o- over fifties women, reformer Pilates is the They're best. Oh, it's fantastic. Honestly, mm. just I love for it too. Le- lengthening as well because you just lose your flexibility. It's a very gentle thing to do while giving you an amazing workout Mm -hmm. I just cannot recommend it enough it's fantastic so leading into the over 50s Mm. where you're at with that um bit of a sensitive topic for mum but we're gonna we're gonna just jump straight in the deep end here I want to talk to you about the m word oh god we love it (sighs) we hate it we hate it yeah let's get into it yeah, menopause. Yeah. Love that for me. So I'm sure there's plenty of other, well, heaps of other women out there who can relate. When did you start menopause? I think I pretty much started on my 51st birthday. Oh, the timing's <laughs> impeccable. Honestly, if it wasn't on my birthday, it was literally that week. And it mine started with hot flushes, mm-hmm. which just got progressively worse. I remember that. Yeah, it mm. was. It's debilitating. Like it literally feels like you are on fire from, and it happens so quickly. So quick, yeah, from your feet up, and it's worse when you try to rest. So if you're sort of moving all day, I was not too bad. Yeah, but the minute I would sit my ass down at, at night, it would start. I remember that. Ugh, and it just. Yeah, and then of course when you're asleep in bed and it just takes over and you wake up, sheets are wet. Oh, it's just the most uncomfortable feeling. It's really not nice. So that's one of the like that's just one of the many side. Is it what did you call it a side effect? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I suppose. Yeah, um, that's one that you've experienced. Yeah, has there been any yeah. others? Yeah, there's probably been a lot. Like really, um, if you think about it. Like my skin has just gotten so dry. My, you wouldn't fucking know. My come hair, on, my hair, well, that's because I just put so much oil. Like I, you've got to love an oil, seriously. Um, my hair, my hair is dry. My hair is thinner. Mm. My hair doesn't blow dry like it used to. Like yeah. just, just so many things. Like even. I used to go and get spray tans and I would always get the same colour spray tan, the same green base spray tan, same result, great every single time. And then suddenly, and I didn't even put, you know, two and two together, this exact same spray tan was going so orange Mm. that I look like an Oompa Loompa. Mm. And I thought, what on earth is going on here? And then it wasn't until one of the girls at the spray tan place said to me, are you going through menopause? Are you on any um, hormone treatment? I went, as a matter of fact, I am. And she said, oh, well, you, you probably should change the base because it literally changes the whole makeup of your skin. I'm like, that is wow, wild. good to know. Wish I'd known that the past 10 spray tans that I've had. So now I'm a purple base. See, that's wild. That, But that's like, I mean, not the same, but similar. Like I've just turned 25 and I never in my life since getting a period have ever experienced PMS ever Mm. and now like Mm. I swear the last the last like six months I am a different person Mm, for that week yeah we're in the middle of the week right now so 
you're lucky that no one's head's been bloody. <laughs> not had anyone's head yet. Jet, lucky you. Oh, he's lucky of he's country. not here. Yeah. No, he knows. He's like, he's fully like, he knows the vibe of the week now. So mm. he treads very lightly. Bless him. Yeah. Um, Dad learnt long ago. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck no. up. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, yeah, obviously different, but hormones, it's like you don't, you don't, as in my head, I'm like, oh, it's not going to affect me. I'm like, I'm sweet. I've like, I've got my period now. I'm a fucking grown ass woman. Like nothing's like, I'm, this is just how I'm going to be forever. Like I'm sweet. And then things start to change mm. as you get older. And it's like, whoa, hold on. There's always something to deal with as a woman. Yeah. You know, it never ends. I feel it's crazy. You know, you, you're at your stage now, then you will, you know, perhaps one day get pregnant. Then you have to deal with all of that and the emotional trauma yeah. of that hormones going through the roof and oh my god going through the floor and all of that sort of thing it just honestly never ends there's just Full on. something fortunately like I discovered HRT yeah and that has yeah, let's literally talk about that. saved me yeah well it's not for everyone you know like can it, you just brief the people on what HRT is well it's hormone replacement therapy so I take um progesterone tablet every night before I go to bed which abso- absolutely helps so much with sleep because mm. Um, going through menopause, your sleep becomes really disrupted. Mm. Pro- probably because you're sweating like a fucking bee <laughs> during the <laughs> night, but there's probably a million other things as well. Yeah. And so you have progesterone at night and I wear the estrogen patch, which I change every three days. And the, the patch is like external. You wear it on like yeah, the – Yeah, like I wear it on the – like you can pretty much – On your underwear on line. the thinnest part of your skin, but you, obviously you don't want anywhere to – anyone to see it Mm -hmm. so you can use the gel as well which you can just rub into your forearms which I am not doing Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just using the patch and you just change it every three days but it's within I'm going to say probably two months of that I was a different person so good so that's really saved me but obviously you can't be on that forever so Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to wean off that and just see how, how it all goes because you don't know how long. You don't really know how long you're going to go, be going through menopause for. So it comes to an end. Yeah. Right. I wasn't actually then aware of that. Then you're post-menopausal. Oh. But obviously being on HRT, you're not you're, really Are you delaying sure. it? Or is well, like, no, you're just not really sure. How much longer you've got to yeah, go. Sure. Yeah. So the only way of really working it out is to go off it and see how you go. Fuck, that's a bit scary. And you go back to carrying that fucking hand fan in your handbag <laughs> like I did everywhere we went. <laughs> Remember? And it starts and she just Grace whips God the fan bunnies. out. Yep. Just oh. goes quiet. Just yeah, don't talk to me. Don't. Just please say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's mum doing? Yeah. That's a hand fan, everyone. Relax. Yeah, relax. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Trust me. <laughs> skincare yeah because I feel like that's you love skincare a lot um, yeah it is my obsession for sure I feel like your love for skincare came from during COVID wouldn't you say yeah it, it definitely was amplified then for sure mm-hmm. um I've always I've always looked after my skin though, mm-hmm. always and I think when I started flying, when I started out as a flight attendant, you know, back, especially back then, your the grooming standards were really, really high. So you just had to look a certain way. Yeah. Um, so that was probably where it started. Mm-hmm. And during COVID, 
There was nothing else yeah, to do. Yeah, nothing else to do. So, yeah, I really do, I really did a deep dive into it then and, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just – I love it. Like it's an, it is an obsession but it's a good one. So what would you say your top three is three – I think three is good because five is probably too many. Obviously I know what you're going to say. It's sunscreen. sunscreen. Which yeah. let that be known if you're not wearing sunscreen – what the fuck are you doing? Well, Put it especially on. Stop being especially stupid. these days, like you yeah. don't realize how fortunate you are to have access to access to that. It. Yeah. You know, when I was young, well, in the sixties and seventies, when I was young, there was no sunscreen. Yeah, that's it wild. was literally suntan lotion with an SPF of two. Oh, that was all you could get. Wow, and it wasn't until the nineties when SPF with only up to 30 mm. came out. So I was your age before we even had SPF of 30 That's available insane. to us. Wow. So the damage was already done. Yeah, for sure. You're so lucky that you've got that now Yeah, from the get-go mm. because now, like, i got to try and fix that shit, you yeah, know? reverse it. Just years of, of getting sunburnt mm. when you're a redhead. I mean, yeah. that's, that's hard to fix. I mean, fortunately now... You know, obviously we go to Browski and we get all these nice things done and whatever and now my next thing is to try and get rid of the pigmentation, pigmentation because, again, that's another thing that changes with um, with menopause, like yeah. your pigmentation becomes more obvious. Mm-hmm. So when you've already got the sun damage on top of that, it's like, oh, Christ, okay. It's a lot. It's yeah. another thing. Mm. So obviously sunscreen is really important. Yeah. High, that's easily like the most important, yeah. I would say, skincare product that everyone should be wearing all day. Every day, yes. regardless of whether you work in the sun, you don't work in the sun. Yeah, even being next to a window or even driving, driving to work, like yeah, put it on all your of hands. those things. I keep I some have, in my glove box. I do too. And yeah. before I even drive out, I'm slathering it on my hands. And yeah, I mean, some people take it to another level and wear those driving gloves and whatever. Like, great, yeah, do what you can. You know, you, you've had your your grandfather die from melanoma of the brain, so it mm. really is. It's close to home. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I feel like even if you, even if you haven't had someone in your immediate family affected by melanoma I'm sure you would know someone mm-hmm. who has been affected by it and it's like the statistics of the amount of people that it affects in this country is insane mm-hmm. so and well, I think we've it's got the I highest rate of skin cancer in the world and it's something some gnarly statistic of it affecting young people it's like the most common cancer that's affecting young people and that's because everyone's so yeah I just I can't I like can't get my head around thing. people sunbaking still like I just yeah me neither I actually can't get over sunbaking trending right now Mm. that is so wrong (laughs) that is so like you're literally promoting yeah potentially getting skin cancer how is that I don't know know. anyway let's not get into that because I'll get hated as fuck if I keep (laughs) talking about that no pun intended um okay sunscreen Next product you would, well, next maybe category. Do you maybe want to talk about serums? Do you want to talk about retinol? Do you want to talk about um, hydrating? What do you want to talk about? I think probably, well, I think that the most important thing is you have to clean your skin. Yeah. You have to have clean skin for anything that you put on it to actually work. Mm-hmm. So a good cleanser. A, yeah. It's just, just a gentle it, cleanser. it is an under, underrated step, I think, really, because you've got to get that shit off, mm-hmm. particularly when you're wearing sunscreen. Yes. You know, for you sure. have to double I, cleanse. I, 
triple cleanse, but mm-hmm. I'm like that. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> so I use micellar water, then I use an oil-based cleanser, and then when I get in the shower, I use another foaming cleanser. So I'm like all over the cleansing You're side squeaky. I am She's pretty squeaking much. as she comes out the shower. And okay. then um, probably a chemical exfoliant I would recommend every couple of days. Is that a vitamin A? No, that's retinol. Okay. Retinol is vitamin A. Don't listen to me. Um, yep. and, and yeah, retinol would be my other one. Yeah. A good retinol. I mean, I've, I've tried prescription retinol, not for me. It's just e- even weaning myself into it really, really gently. No, too strong for me. Fair enough. So yeah, I have. I've never tried that actually. I reckon yeah, I but would. You, yeah, but you just don't need to. It, no need. No need. No need. Okay. No, there's so many beautiful cosmeceutical products that oh, you can yes. use that have a good high percentage of retinol, retinol, whatever you want to use in them. You don't need to use that mm-hmm. heavy duty stuff. Okay. Um, let's talk about Botox. Yeah. I have been getting Botox in my forehead, my frown and my crow's feet for about, I'm going to say seven years. I, yeah. I think I took, did I take you yeah. the first time? Yeah. So it was probably after you started social media. So probably six or seven years ago. Maybe? When I say I took her, I didn't take her and get it myself. I took her as a gift to go and get Botox. Yeah. Best order reward, just saying. Yeah. So or maybe not. If I you're haven't. Not into I, it, I didn't have anything at all until I was probably forty-seven. Yeah, and then and so now I do get that regularly in mm-hmm. those in those three areas, and I have also had filler in my lips yeah. because I already had thin lips to start with. Yeah, you did. And uh, as you age, your lips just get thinner. Face. <laughs> Where do they actually go? And if you think not about until it. you actually see photos of yourself and you go, "What is that?" I know. Me and mum. Me what and mum often send photos of like old photos of ourselves to each other in our like just. And to all one you another. can see is the top row of your teeth. Yeah, there's no lip. <laughs> Which Why is didn't fine. someone say something? It's fine, <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> it's fine if that's what you like. Yeah. But if you want to change it and you have the means to change it, obviously, like, do the most and yeah. change it if you want to. So that's what we decided to do. Yeah. And we're both very happy with our decision exactly. in doing that. So And, like, I'm not – I don't, like, go for the big gigantic lips. I just want a little bit of lip It's back. just – it's all in proportion, yeah. I feel. My lips were way bigger yeah. before I got them dissolved, which was, by the way, the best thing that I have mm. ever done probably for my face. I think actually when Em was here, I think we might have spoken about that a little bit in our mm. episode. She said the same thing and um, she actually recently got engaged. Oh, my God. Oh, can't stop, talk about it. Don't. Um, she got engaged in New York um, a couple of days ago and the photos, I just, when she sent them to me, I just was, I there was the first thing that I looked at, like obviously beautiful photos, so amazing and so happy for her. But the photos like zoomed in of her face, I'm just like, wow, I'm so glad. She obviously didn't know she was going to get proposed to, but I'm so glad that she did that before that happened for her because yeah. her lips didn't look bad, but same with me, like mine didn't look bad. They were just like full of a bunch of different products I yeah. assume like I went to a few different nurses um for a couple of years when don't I, recommend that yeah definitely don't recommend that stick with one who mm. you know uses good quality stuff mm. shout out Sylvia love you Sylvia um yeah don't don't sh- like definitely sh- like do your research mm. and don't like nurse hop no. I guess and use different no. products because you just don't know and then if you just if you overfill like like I did and I, I know a lot of other influencers have done the same thing like they fill and fill and fill and fill and then it gets to the point where it's 
migrated and there's just all this filler in between the top of your top lip and the bottom of your nose and there's no other way around getting more filler unless you want to you have to dissolve it in order Mm. to get more filler which is what I had to do why was I talking about that? I don't know, but like at the end of the day, cool. less is less is more. Like you don't need more and more and more. For sure. I feel like I'm that's maybe that's where I was getting to. Like I'm now my like my lips I I overline my lips with makeup. Mm. But when I take my makeup off, like my lips are just they're in proportion with the rest of my face. Yeah. Also the best other thing that I've had done, which I'm pretty sure Em and I spoke about too, was getting a lip tattoo, which mum oh. has actually just recently had done. Yep. The best thing. Oh, it's fantastic. Especially when you're fair. Yeah, because like my lips kind of just blended in to yeah. the rest of my face. Yep. Um, so I would say like things to get done to your face, I would say lip tattoo, eyelash lift. Yeah, definitely. Eyelash tint, obviously, for sure. Yep. And don't, I mean, in hindsight, but don't over pluck your eyebrows like I did. Yeah, mum did that. Because then you have to have eyebrow tattoo. Let's not get into eyebrows because people have got a fucking. Yeah, you cop some shit over your eyebrows. Wow. It's gnarly. Yeah, it's a lot. Bless the Nike ticks. I love them. They're not going anywhere. They're not <laughs> going anywhere. Too. They're so bushy and gorgeous. And I love the arch. I yeah. used to, remember, I used to wax the arch. Yeah. When I was no. younger, I was so self conscious of the arch. Isn't it funny? I'm like, I used to dye my hair black because I was. I used to get bullied for having red hair. I used to fucking wax the arch off my eyebrow because I hated having something that other people didn't. And now I'm like, give me the red, give me the arch. You're literally the most rare and beautiful woman that I know. Like you really are. Oh, but you you are. Like I I even look at photos of you sometimes and I think, oh, my God, like she's actually that beautiful. (laughs) That recent photo shoot that we did together. Uh, some um, of those photos, I was just like, wow, she is just so, so special. <laughs> she is. I'm going to cry. Mum, that's so nice. It's true. That one that I sent you last night, I said, this is just the most beautiful photo. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Everyone in the studio is going to start <laughs> crying. No tears. We're not at the end yet. Oh, my God. Please. Okay. Okay, guys, we are going to move on to a little... Q&A segment just to finish up the episode here. So I asked um, you guys what questions you had for mum and I'm going to answer, well, read some of them out. You're going to answer them. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to spitball here, okay? You don't really know what you're in for. Okay. Um, Okay, let's go, oh, nice and easy. Thoughts on Lily's boyfriend? Well, that is easy. It is easy. He's lovely. He's such a gentleman. Mm. He's very kind and he obviously adores you, which is great to see. Yeah. Because you deserve that. Period. He's just great. Like he's been clearly raised well. Mm. Yeah, I hope. I know. Let's go, Kenny. For the best. Same. But no need to rush. Nah, we're good. We're going to go on a big holiday or something first. Probably got to fucking party a bit you know do all the no we'll relax we just gotta have a bit of fun yeah have a bit of fun but yeah, before we get, get too carried before away. we like settle down and do all that shit mm-hmm. you gotta do you don't have to do it if you want to do it you can do it i'm gonna do it but when i'm ready he's almost 30 so yeah time is a ticking first thing first is he has to move to the gold coast oh that's not negotiable absolutely not he knows it's on the cards for him so yeah yeah um 
I came well, up. you really can't move. You've got your business here. Everything so. I have is here. So, yeah, he'll be moving. And me, Love you, Jet. Um, <laughs> Love you, Jet. Love you, Jet. Gold Coast. Yeah. See you soon. Come on. <laughs> it's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, all right, next. Who was the easier child? Oh, God. I'm That's like, hard. That, um, probably you. Oh. Yeah. Cooper was – well, it depends what age group. I mean, really, you all m- morphed. But didn't we just yeah, Christ, if yeah. you look it, at a it photo depends. of Cooper? It depends very much on the age. Yeah, Because for sure. Cooper was horrific at around the age of four, <laughs> but you were like the teacher's pet for a really long time. Through, Until I was through, not. Through primary school. Then there was a massive shift. With a big shift. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, probably you for – the best part of it. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I feel bad for Cooper now. No, Coop, we love you. You're, yeah. you're a king. Yeah. The king. <laughs> you're the king. Um, okay, thank you for answering that, Mum. Good answer. Love your answer. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> this will be good. <gasps> One thing she's never told you, maybe even a story when she was your current age. Did you get lit? Oh, I didn't have the access to it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on what your interpretation is of lit. Yeah. Oh, you've thrown me in the deep end with that. All right. Well, we can we can bypass that one if you like. I'll I'll move on. Well, I w- I need to think about that. All right. We'll circle probably back. Probably if I can do anything. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. How does she look so fucking good? Oh, Amy. Thanks for your question, Amy. I love you. Yeah. Uh, she won't answer it because she's just born that way. Oh. And Botox. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, not, but. You're naturally beautiful, Mum. You don't need that shit. Oh, Lil, that's really kind of you to say. But, yeah, as I said, every day is <laughs> every day. there's something else. There's something every another day. hole to fill. <laughs> yeah. Um, was, Lily, was Lily planned or an accident? Oh, very much planned. Yeah, and pretty much happened straight away. So that's too much info. Oh, God, don't ask the fucking question. All right, moving on. The next question is, what are you so proud of Lily for? Hmm. Um, I think just the fact that you have become this real independent woman. You know, you're 25 years old and look at you. You you really do stand on your own two feet. Like you take risks. You cop some shit from people. But yet you still... Like, I feel like I need to read your notes. Yeah. Go on then. Go off. Bless. Don't cry. No, I know. That's why. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. I feel it. It's in my throat. I need to sip the tea. <laughs> like, you, you kind of surprise me every day, to be honest with you. Like, I see you doing what you do and you really do surprise me. You, you have this real... You have a very strong moral compass. Like you don't, you don't like to. You're a very loyal friend, and if someone hurts you, that really hurts me to see you hurt. Obviously, but you love love. No one loves love more than you. Both. And I think that's been really obvious lately. When two of your friends, like one of them, has just announced her pregnancy, mm. one of them has just announced getting engaged and your reaction to both of those things has just been iconic absolutely sobbing Mm. because you just love the idea of this 
beautiful fairy tale. Oh. So imagine when it's me. Yeah, I know. Shit. Well, imagine me when it's you. Oh, oh Christ. God. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. But I can't wait. Yeah, you're very you're a very headstrong determined person and when you dig your heels in like you, there's no stopping you. Facts. So I'm very proud of that. You you're very much like dad actually in that respect. Okay. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. It is a good thing. Yes. It is. <laughs> Uh, stop talking <laughs> yeah no he's great love him we do have a lot in common mm. but we also do not well you butt heads like because you're so similar okay that's what you think but you are you you might not see it but you actually are yeah okay <laughs> you don't know you hate me saying okay. that okay yeah uh was there another question or is that okay what you're most thankful for Oh, I love that. Okay, so the last question I would like to answer, you can answer the same thing, is maybe we could do it for each other. Like what you're most, what are you most grateful for for me and what I'm most grateful for for you? I'll start. Oh, well, you're probably going to use my answer. Shh, oh. I'll start. So what I'm most grateful for you, oh, my God, that's like the, I feel like every that's time. really hard question. Every time someone asks me a question about you, it's really hard to pinpoint just one thing because it's like she's not just like my mum. She's like my like best friend and like does – don't because I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, my answer needs to be well thought out and I am put on the spot. I just – see and I know of like so many people who have had like they don't have a, a close relationship with their mom like for example my my oldest best friend she's she doesn't have a relationship with her mom at all and my mom's sort of been like that mother figure for her in her life which is amazing but like challenging yeah challenging for sure but um, like amazing and like she's so lucky to have had you to for that for that time in her life um and I just I feel like not I don't I'm lucky that I have a mom who is not just like not just a mom like you're like you help me with everything like you you there is not anything that's too hard for you to do for me and I guess I'm like obviously it insanely grateful but I feel like I definitely took it maybe for granted when I was younger because it's just like oh well you're my mum you're meant to do that but some people don't some mums aren't don't aren't like that like Mm -hmm. they don't they just are a mum and that's all they are Mm -hmm. and they make that clear in like the relationship that they have with their children it's like I'm not your friend Mm -hmm. you can't talk to me about x y and z and that's when you find children going and doing really bad things because maybe they don't have a Mm. great relationship with their parents and they can't talk to their parents about certain things and whatever. Whereas with you and, and with dad, like it's a credit to him too. Like when we were growing up, it's not, it was never anything that was like off the table Mm. that we couldn't talk about. Well, that's the, that's the the key. It's communication, communication right? All the time. So I'm grateful that I have always had that open line of communication with you 
growing up and then even moving into adulthood, like, fuck, there's been so many times that I've done stupid shit and my mum is literally the first one that I've called, even like the stupidest shit. Like I've got myself into some gnarly situations mm. and I'm not like, obviously she she can judge me if she wants to, but like she's my mum. Mm. At the end of the day, she's not going to stop loving me and I'm lucky that I have a mum who is that way. Mm. And I guess I'm grateful that I've, that, that that's what I'm most grateful for is that you, yeah, you have an opinion about things that I do and sometimes you make that opinion very clear and that's fine, but you never will love me any different. Never. Like you're just no. like my best person I'm ever. I'm your biggest fan. I know. Like I will always be your biggest fan. That's the best. You I'm so and like, Cooper, like you're just everything to me that's all that matters in this world. Oh, that's, stop it. Well, that's why you have children. Like you just that's it. That's Maybe that's why I'm so like when I see babies and stuff, I'm so like, oh my god, I just want to. I like I at every party if someone rocks up with a baby, I'm like, give it to me hmm. because I feel like I can't wait to have what we have yeah. with a little person one day, and I can't wait to do it with your baby because oh my god, she's like. Quickly now, bring on the grandkids. Well, you have all the fun without the actual stress of it. You think you'll be giving mine back at the end of the day. I'm here to let you know they're staying over. (laughs) They're staying over. A couple nights maybe. Not even just a not even just a single night sleepover. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Brett, we're moving out and moving up. All right, I think that's where we're going to wrap up the episode, guys. Mum, thank you so much for being here. Thank you you are the best. I know that this was totally out of your comfort zone. You fucking killed it. Just saying, came very naturally to you. So thank you. Yes. Oh, okay. Not too heavy on the chat. Nah, it's a podcast. Come on. Um, All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will, I will see you in the next episode. Bye bye. Bye bye. This is a Poly Studios production.